0: Good evening,
1: it's almost ten, and this is quietly yours. We all have our own ways of dealing with grief. Sometimes, loss can be crippling. But, given time, those wounds can heal, and we can rebuild our lives. Unfortunately, guilt is a little harder to come to terms with. Welcome back to Quietly Yours. In tonight's story, we'll meet Emma and Christine, best friends, torn apart. But who's to blame? 23rd
2: of February, 1968. Christine, it's been the longest time, hasn't it? I can't remember the last time we wrote each other. It's certainly been a few months. So I thought I'd better write you again, or we may be at risk of drifting apart. And I certainly wouldn't want that. I've been meaning to send this for a few weeks, but my grandfather has been ill, you see, and, well, you can never find as much time as you'd wish you could, can you? How have you been, Christine? I'm embarrassed to say that everything's pretty much the same as it was before in my life. Nothing of interest to report. I hope you're having more fun and excitement than I am. Hope to hear from you soon. Emma
0: 2nd of March, 1968 Emma, I was so glad to receive your letter. (laughs) I must admit, a shiver of excitement went down my spine when I saw your handwriting after all these months. I thought perhaps you had some exciting news to share. I'm sorry to hear that real life is proving to be much more plain. Sadly, I can't report much fun or excitement in my life either. Although, I have been working at a new job these past few months. I've become quite the skilled typist. It's not the most exciting thing in the world, but it's my little job, and I'm quite enjoying it. I'm sorry to hear about your grandfather's passing. I met him once. Do you remember? It was the loveliest man. My heart aches for you. Christine.
2: 6th of March, 1968. Christine, thank you for your sympathies. It really means a lot. I'm so pleased you found a job that you enjoy. Although I'm sorry to hear that you're not having much fun outside of the office. Which reminds me, do you remember the deal we made? It was last summer during our trip. and We said that we'd had so much fun over the last two weeks that we simply must do it again. If you remember, we said we would do it again this year. I'd almost forgotten, but I'm glad I didn't. Doesn't it seem like a wonderful idea? It sounds as though we could both use a bit of fun. Perhaps we could go through with the plan after all.
0: Emma. 24th of March, 1968. Emma. Yes, I remember the plan. It certainly was a memorable trip. Do you remember the night we went dancing? It was the first time either of us had drank. I mean, really properly drank. We made absolute fools of ourselves. But we were laughing so hard, we just didn't care. I would love to do that trip again this year. It was amazing. And anyway, I could certainly use some time by the sea. The sea air is good for me. I'm sick of all this smoke and dust. I just don't think I'm cut out for the city, I'm afraid. I'll happily take sand and seagulls over concrete and pigeons any day. Perhaps I could come down and visit you? We could have a proper catch-up and start planning the trip. Christine.
2: 2nd of April, 1968. Christine. I'm so glad we're going to do this. You're right. The trip was amazing. The night we danced. I almost wish I could go right back to that moment now. It was so much fun. A little too much fun, if you ask my mother. I mentioned to her that we were planning to do the trip all over again, and the expression on her face was a sour one, to say the least. You'd think I just told her I was running away to join the circus or something. I don't think she really approved of the trip last time, and she's really not hiding it this time. She's such a strict old dinosaur, she really is. She thinks we should both be out finding husbands. I don't care. Just because she hates fun doesn't mean I have to. A husband? Now? Can you imagine? I hope you're able to visit very soon so we can get the trip planned. And mother be damned, we're going to have a blast. Emma. 29th
0: of April, 1968. Emma, I'm so sorry. It looks as though I won't be able to visit you prior to our trip after all. I know that it's not ideal and it might make planning a lot harder, but hopefully I haven't caused too much of an inconvenience. Christine.
2: 3rd of May, 1968. Christine. Not to worry. Mostly I think we'll just do what we did last year. I've already phoned the bed and breakfast and they're completely available for July. So there's no problem booking that. I presume you'll be getting the train? I'll slip a note in with this letter with my ideas for dates and such. Hopefully it'll suit you. If not,
0: let me know and we'll figure out alternative plans. Emma. 20th of May, 1968. Emma. Those dates work well for me, and I can arrive by that afternoon. (laughs) I'm so very excited about this trip. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'll walk from the station to the bed and breakfast once we've arrived, and I'll meet you there. We must talk before we make any plans for dinner or drinks. It's been almost a year now since we last spoke in person, and so much has changed. So much has happened, and there's so much I can't wait to tell you. I'm already counting the days. Christine.
2: Christine, I'm writing this because they tell me this I should. They say it will help, That it will make this easier. Help me process the loss. I don't know. Seems a little silly to me, really. But I don't know. There's so much to say, and maybe it will help me to say it, even if you'll never read it. I miss you so much, Christine. There's so much I want to say to you but I don't even know where to begin. Why did this have to happen? It was all so quick, so sudden. I don't understand why this would happen to us. What did we ever do that was so wrong? What did we do to deserve this? Did we deserve this? I wish I could go back in time. Everything went so wrong. It was just meant to be fun, to be... I wanted to go back, back to the first time... And it went so wrong. I don't think I'm very good at this, at writing to no one. I know I'm writing to you, but really, I'm writing to no one. I don't know. My mind is all over the place. Maybe this method will be more effective once some time has passed. Right now, everything is too raw. My thoughts are so chaotic, and I don't know how I could put every one of them on paper. I miss you, Christine. Emma. Christine. I wish I could see you. I'm going even crazier in here. I'd love to go somewhere else, to explore beyond those rusty old gates they keep us locked behind, but I can't. The nurses have such strict rules. So here I am, trapped in this place, going out of my mind... Sometimes I think that perhaps writing these letters to you is the only thing keeping me sane anymore. So, I suppose you could say that they were right after all. I don't like the nurses. They never speak. Christine, I made a friend. I think you'd like her. Her name is Jane. Jane. I don't know why I haven't spoken to her before. She's been just a few beds down from me this whole time. But then, I often feel as though I shouldn't speak to anyone. As though I shouldn't speak at all. It's the nurses. Their gazes can cut right through you, even though they never seem to look right at you. But somehow, we did start talking, and we have quite a lot in common. She even reminds me of you. Sometimes... You've both got the same unusual sense of humour. The kind most people roll their eyes at. She's here because her brother died. He was only three. Poor thing. It must have been tough on her. It still is. She's still struggling. She looks tired all of the time. Is that how I look, I wonder? We don't have mirrors here. I tell Jane when she gets sad that she can't blame herself forever. And then I wonder, am I just refusing to follow my own advice? I don't know. It gets so complicated. My emotions are like rolling a die sometimes. I never know what I'm going to get. And I can never control them, no matter how hard I try. It's supposed to get easier with time. I suppose it does get easier. But I always thought it would happen faster. It's been years, Christine, but it still cuts deep. The memory of that day. Jane tells me she's never getting out of here. She thinks she's stuck in this room forever. I tell her not to be silly, that she needs to be optimistic. That the future should be something to look forward to, not something to dread. I don't think she believes me. Christine. I went for a walk in the gardens today. I didn't like it. It was dark. I don't like the dark at all. But it always seems to be dark. I can't even begin to tell you how bored I've become. There's nothing to do, and I'm never really quite sure how much time is passing. Often I'm left with nothing but my thoughts. And invariably, they'll always lead to you. I miss you so much, Christine. And I'm so... So sorry for what happened. I never meant to hurt you. I wish I could take it all back. Christine, there's something in the ceiling. I don't know what it is. Rats, maybe. But the scratching doesn't sound like rats. It sounds too big. Too big to be rats. It happens a lot at night and makes it hard to sleep. I wish you were here to cheer me up. You always made me feel better. You uh, were... I just want you. I just want my best friend. Look at me. Why do I do this? It's not as though you can hear me. I don't know why I still do it. I don't know why I'm still lying to you. I don't think it ever mattered. I think you knew how I felt. I hate it here. The scratching gets louder every day. I think they know I want to leave there's always a nurse by my bed now, even when I'm sleeping. She just sits there in the chair, staring right at me. She never seems to move. I don't know if it's the same nurse or a different nurse each night. They all look the same. They have the same outfit. They have the same hair. They have the same face. Although I couldn't really tell you what it looks like, I've never been able to look right at them. And it's like what you do see vanishes from your mind the moment you look away. This place is just so cold. I wish I could go home. Christine, I hope you're happy where you are. And I hope you know how much I care. If I could speak to you, just once, if I could have just a moment with you, that's what I'd want to say kills me that we were torn apart on bad terms that the last words you heard from my mouth were screams and insults that our last act together was to argue that we went into the water fighting i didn't mean to fight i didn't want to shout i didn't want to scream in your face of course i didn't but i couldn't control it i was so angry when you started talking about jim it was like my worst nightmare had come true My face grew hot but my body went cold and I I couldn't stop myself so I lashed out. I was angry and I lashed out. I didn't mean for it to happen. I didn't mean to push you. I'm so sorry Christine. I didn't want to push you and when it happened I leapt right in after you. Did you see that Christine? Did you see me jump in to save you? I hate that this is how our story ended. All I wanted to do was love you. And I ruined it. I ruined it all. Christine. I hear voices, sometimes, when I'm trying to sleep. Except they're not exactly voices. They're more like whispers. Or sobbing. Gentle sobbing. Drifting down the hallways. I think it's always there. But it's only when everything falls silent. And I try to drift off. I can never really hear it. At first, it made me cry, but now it doesn't. What has this place done to me? I feel different. Colder. I told Jane I want to leave. She doesn't think it's possible. How long has she been here already, I wonder? She was here long before I arrived. Her clothes are very old. How long have I been here, anyway? it's hard to tell how fast time is moving how many days have passed i mean there aren't really days anymore it's just one long stretch of darkness and i hate it i hate it christine it's been so long i don't know where you are now but i hope you're happy there do you ever think of me i wonder wherever you are
0: 24th of July, 2018. Emma. Today marks 50 years since you left us. It's still so clear in my mind, though, as though it happened yesterday. The salt in my mouth, the water filling my lungs. And you, swimming towards me and dragging me towards the shore. My world fell apart when they told me you died. That you died saving me. who wouldn't have been in that water in the first place if it wasn't for me. If I'd just been honest with myself, none of this would have happened and you might still be here today. I'm so sorry, Emma. I'm writing this because even now there's so much I still have to say to you. I never got to say it. And I never will. But at least I can put it down on paper. Get it out of my brain. Just. Vent a little. I was a coward. You were always my best friend ever since we were kids. Back then everything was simple and easy. But then we took that trip and that night on the beach. It was all new to me and it freaked me out. When I got home I just... I told myself it didn't happen. I pushed it to the back of my mind. And we would write each other, but I felt so strange, so uncomfortable. All I could think about was you and that night, but that's not what I wanted. I wanted to forget it, but I wasn't sure I could forget it. And then I met Jim. He was funny, such a cute sense of humour, and he was kind and considerate. He had a good job and he treated me well. And I thought to myself, this is it. This is the dream man, the one all girls dream of. Why wasn't I dreaming of him? I told myself he didn't matter. He wanted me and I could have him. And we could be... (sighs) Well, I thought we could be normal. And we were. For the first time, I was feeling optimistic about the future. I thought Jim and I did have a real future together. And that made it so much easier to forget what happened between the two of us. And I started to feel for the first time that we could put it behind us. (sighs) And then you wrote to me. And you invited me back to the seaside. I said yes, of course I did. I was so excited to tell you about Jim. To show you how everything was fine. How we could go back to the way it was before. No more awkwardness. No more barrier between us. We could just go back to being best friends. I didn't realise that's not what you wanted. I didn't realise how much that night had meant to you. I didn't realise you felt that way and before I even had time to process it all. The water hit me like a wall and the next thing I know, you're gone. I wish I'd known. I can't tell you how much I wish I had known. I didn't realise that night had meant anything to you. And it kills me knowing you died thinking it meant nothing to me. Of course it did. It meant everything to me. I suppose that's why it was so scary. And I feel guilty sometimes for moving on with my life. But I know deep down that you wouldn't want me to get lost dwelling on the past. You'd want me to move on. You'd want me to be happy. Her name's Ruby. We've been together for 35 years now. Isn't that insane? It seems like yesterday I was in my 20s. I think you'd like Ruby. She's funny. She's clever. She can drink anybody under the table. I know that'll make you laugh. They always tell you when someone dies they're in a better place. I wonder if that's true. Where are you Emma? Is it nice where you are? I hope so. I hope you're out there somewhere and I hope you're so happy. I wonder, do you ever think of me wherever you are?
1: Something tells me Emma won't be leaving the hospital anytime soon. Wanna let us know what you thought of tonight's episode? Or just say hello, maybe? We'd love to hear from you. You can reach us on Twitter, Facebook, and all the rest. Our handle across the board is Quietly Podcast. You can also shoot us an email at quietlyyours at and of course you can find all of our episodes on our website daffodillies.co.uk slash quietly yours. Let's be honest, though, you're probably listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or something. Wherever you found us, we'd appreciate a quick review, as it helps new people find us. Until next time, I am quietly yours and you are quietly mine.